Listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years' experience. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. My name is Mike. I'm here with Emily Gerard, a special guest, which I'm going to have Gerard uh, explain who it is just in a f- few seconds, I guess. Good morning. Well, no great, pressure. Great, no pressure. That's the pressure I felt <laughs> with the good morning. I like to, you know, share the wealth. What's, what's with the jug of water in the towel? <laughs> And, uh, you know, the giggly laugh at 9 o'clock in the morning is, of course, the paramedic intern, Kelsey. So uh, today we're going to be talking all about your paramedic stuff. Right, Kelsey? Yeah, we're going to talk about what happens after paramedic school. Yay. So, Gerard, you have a very special guest here today. Yes, just like uh, you have had your significant second half on, I have now brought mine. This is Tammy. She's an EMT and has been one for, what, over 10 years now, right? 15 years. She's a, she's a, wait, wait, uh, don't age me that much. She's a, she's a <laughs> Tennis good. what Tennis you say fun. in the next 10 sentences. <laughs> she's a certified skills instructor uh, for New York State and uh, actually was one of my uh, instructors when I was a baby EMT student. A baby? Really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That is adorable. That is adorable. Life goals. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Corey, you dropped the ball on that one. I Damn. The moment she met my, my trauma partner, she made him cry. Nice. Sold. That would sell me, too. That was, yeah. <laughs> he was this big dude on, like, fucking on the rescue dive team and all this stuff, <laughs> and he's doing this freaking, uh, he's probably going to listen to this and hate my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, uh, this was years ago, so he's, you know, he, I'm sure he's over it by now. He, he did this fine, but he's doing this trauma assessment, and he's, you know, he looks like a monkey fucking a football, and she's just on his ass, and then his face just turned red and then purple, and he looked up, and I could have sworn I saw a tear, and he just jumped up, he goes, I gotta go to the bathroom, and he ran to the bathroom crying. And then he rang the bell? And I, no, he didn't ring the bell, he stayed there. <laughs> he rang the bell. But, so. but I was just like, oh, she's badass. And then I was like, like fuck, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I have to know, was she nice to you? Hell no. no. <laughs> Hell no. Nope. You've always been nice to me. Like because you weren't in my class. That's I was gonna student. say, I guess it's your blessings that you weren't in her class. Yeah. No. I guess that's true. I got, I have the nickname of Jill Sergeant Tammy. I got it for a reason. Huh? Huh? Oh, I love it. Yeah. See, I'm too nice for that. You are too nice I'm for that. I'm way too nice for that. But no, I want my bill. <laughs> I, want, I, want the bell. I don't know if I could get you the bell. Especially where the next class is going to be, there's definitely not going to be a bell. That would be a you micro have tears in a half. Yeah. Say, there should be because that would toughen them up. No, yeah. yeah, I think they need a bell. <laughs> but uh, so, Kelsey, let's do your rig check and then we'll get into uh, this month's discussion. So, guys, we have officially reached 730 subscribers on the YouTube what? page, which is what? really exciting. We're almost at a thousand. I'm considering wow. almost at a thousand, pretty close. Yeah. Wow. So check out the YouTube page every Friday at 2.15 p.m. for a new educational video. Today, we're going to shout out Alaska and Poland, which is pretty fun. We have our first listener out in Alaska. If there's any Pachilskis listening to this, all right, I'm your peoples. (laughs) 
if you haven't already checked out the Patreon page, go check it out to help support our podcast. You can join our VIP providers and have access to a variety of perks, including an extra podcast episode every month. So, speaking of the different months, today is the 15th of the month, which means we are halfway through Emily's birthday month, because apparently, according to the last episode, we don't get a birthday. No, we it's a, a birthday month. month. It's a birthday month? Yeah. So does that encompass, like, every day is a birthday? Yes. Have you met me? Yes. <laughs> but, like... And mine's a week later, and I get the, oh, it was your birthday. Really? <laughs> so, 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 speaking of you that... You birth month, too. So, we've so, had... We're in the middle of the birth month of Emily and Gerard. Yeah. So uh, we want to say so, happy birthday to Gerard. And uh, because I'm Turek and I'm an asshole, uh, I did stuff for Gerardo, and uh, we're going to do it right now. No. Yep. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Birthdays are worth celebrating. <coughs> See, Emily oh, got shit. fishing. You get celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but she, well, your birthday, you. too. But it's yours coming up. Mine passed. Yes, it's my month, fishing. but today is your day. She got fishing. Yeah, I did. That's true. Not one fucking fish. That is really sad. Not one. Actually, you did, but you got, you got the the tail. I got, I got, you know, I got the other kind of fishing, the 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 the, which uh, desidification program. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best kind of fishing. Yeah, that's great. You know, walking up the creek in your shoes, and you know, ankles are going one way, and your legs are going the other way. Like, All right, big man. Oh, yes. Middle show. Vanilla cake. Oh, my God. Just for you. Wow. You better not drop it on my microphones. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. And you get to make a go. wish. You totally get to make a wish. All right. Well, if we don't burn the building down. We're not going to burn the building down. Um, no, we've awesome. already talked about the bad fire plan we've got going on right now. So. Yeah. Okay, Emily screwed. She's locked in the back <laughs> Yep. Um, and you're allowed to spit on the cake. We don't do okay. hand waving here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please spit all oh, over it. Oh, all good. COVID the shit up. Nice and juicy. Oh, yeah, do that. <laughs> right. We don't do hand waving here. Here we go. Ready? Ready. All right. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, One try. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And happy birthday to you. Thank you. No, thank you. No, <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> So I am so excited for when your present comes in the mail because, of course, COVID makes it late. So it wasn't here. Not if you had Amazon. (laughs) Okay, so my Amazon account got suspended because some jabroni (laughs) stole it and started sending me T-shirts that I never bought. No, it was like, oh, it was, it was t-shirts I personally would never wear. Let's put it that way. Were they too um, low cut? No, I could have, I could have showed my boobies. It would have been great. Oh wow. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so no, I I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna love your present when it actually comes in. Whatever so. it is, I know I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Jesus. So. <laughs> Huh? I said, whatever it is, I'm, I'm probably going to like it. Yeah, oh, I thanks. think you'll oh, like thank it. You. Just I think you'll like it. it. So cool. um, you can enjoy that throughout the throughout the show. If you want to just... No, I didn't. He's just going to eat With it. your hands. Yeah, yeah, just just get get it. It. No, no, no. no. You can, you just dig in. No, I don't have a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cake problem at this point. But... Why, thank you. Um, no, we need to cut pieces for everybody. <laughs> Air by? I don't do okay. cake, so my slice is all yours. You do cake? What? No, see, I bake the food, but I don't eat it. That's true. Who yeah, raised I've this monster? Seen her eat it. Hence the the skin. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. I like the batter, so what ends up happening is I crave brownie Which batter, and then I bake 
brownies because I mm-hmm. want the brownie batter, but then I can't eat an entire bowl of batter. Did I you see up. Pillsbury came out with cookie it dough could. and brownie it's batter bites? How many times did you just say brownie <laughs> butter? That <laughs> was I like say butter instead of batter. But that, those thousand people are now just going, fuck, I want some brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Not while you're at work, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. Man, we need to get some of that Pillsbury money. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, Kelsey, take it away. I will figure out how to get you a spoon or a fork or something. Everybody. Everybody. Maybe a spoon or a fork for a whole cake. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay, guys. So, our last shout out goes to our first Patreon subscriber, who is cool. Matt K, the season provider. Hey, Matt, what's up? Thanks, bud. Yeah. So to all of us out there who are going into paramedic school and aren't seasoned providers today, we're going to talk about what do you do next? You have your brand new card. What's the whole wet card thing you guys say? Card dripping rookie. Card dripping rookie. Card dripping rookie. Chewbacca just made a show appearance. So what we're going to talk about is you pass your test and what's the next step. So first I want to talk about the oh fuck moment I had this past week. Um, I was talking to Mike and I was complaining about something. He goes, oh, don't worry. In a year, you won't have to worry about that. You'll be a paramedic. And I literally sat there and I was like, oh, no. I was like, like, that's a little quick of a turnaround. Um, So I am definitely terrified and excited. Um, So I feel like this episode is definitely going to hit home about what to expect after this. Because, again, apparently the next year of my life is going to be the fastest and longest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to seem like the longest, but it's going to be over in an instant. Yes. And it's then, weird how that happens. And then when you're out there in that first week or two and you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Holy shit. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know anything and I'm going to kill everybody I touch. And then and you about might. a year later, you're going to be like, <laughs> damn. I wish I could go back to school because that was great. Mm-hmm. See, but you know, I'm. You cursed every fucking minute you were in there. I'm barely an adult. Like, my mom still packs my lunch for me. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen I here. Guys. Enjoy that. <laughs> First of all. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your diet will change. <laughs> if okay. we see Kelsey fat, right? I'm jumping no. a bridge or something. <laughs> it won't happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, one of the most. I'm going to short that stock. I'm going to say it's, gonna, it's definitely going to happen. No, no way. Oh, thanks. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm gonna start maybe like not, maybe not running. Like put some pounds on. You want to hit him? Running. I don't care. I was going to say, do you want to just take, yeah, take his head it. and like shove it in the cake? <laughs> sure. Because he's the one eating the cake, not me. So. <laughs> wow. wow. Shots <laughs> fired. Uh, I don't know if I want to sit in the middle anymore. It's probably better that there's somebody between us. Uh, (laughs) Insert foot, big big guy. Here, here, I'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you like the white substance, white creamy substance on your face. (laughs) Just say it, just say it, Jordan. Come on. I usually charge double for that. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so speaking of school, um, you're fine. Does paramedic school really prepare you for what happens next? 
That's for you two paramedics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'm out. Yeah, to a certain degree, absolutely. It uh, otherwise it would just be, hey, you want to be a paramedic? Here you go, have fun. But um, no, it does. I mean, you, there's a lot of intangible shit that you just can't teach that you have to pick up, and that's why you do your cl- clinical time. That's why you do your your ride time uh, to hopefully you know get some of that experience out of the way before they turn you loose on society. But uh, <laughs> yeah, once you're out there, you know it's a little little freaky you know the first couple times but usually you're out with you know a second a second medic you know they don't just cut you loose and say hey oh, have fun you got a card bye-bye um hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> unlike when you're an emt but yeah pretty much yeah but then there's that, that moment where you show up to work like mine was and then you know, i went okay who am i with today and they're like uh you're with her i'm like okay she's an emt who else am i with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who else? No, you're you're a paramedic, dude. It's all you. Right. You're loose. I'm like, oh fuck. You know, great. Now I'm gonna make every bad decision. I'm gonna. So I'm stuck with the oh fuck moments for like the next couple I years. Would I would say I wouldn't say first six months to a year. Depending. Yeah, and, and I really yeah. wouldn't say you know you're stuck with it for the long term. It's more. I I agree with you, Gerard, in the fact that they're. Paramedic school prepares you for specifics, book stuff that you can recognize. Like, hey, I recognize MI. I recognize CBA. I recognize diff breather. Here's what to do about it. What they don't really get you ready for is the oh shit moments when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, you know, the guy has chest pain, no big deal. And then he's dead. Literally instantaneously roll back eyes and dead. And you're like, he was just talking to me about like baseball and now he's dead. And now you have to be like, what do I do? I was doing chest pain. Now I got to treat a dead guy or, you know, your first RSI or your first, you know, time where you're, you know, at, at, you know, any type of scene where there's, you know, five, six providers all looking at you going, what do you want? What, what do you, you want? want? You're so the big dog in this group. Right. That's like, the one that I always tell students when they're with me in the hospital is like, very soon, you are going to be the one that everybody on scene is looking at me and like, so what do you want us to do? Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought. It is. And that's where I pleasantly gave that to you the other day in the, in, you know, in thinking about that is coming in the next year. You know, I, I mean, I gave her... A second scary thought: the last time we did a ride along, and I said, "Hey, He's in just a month, keep giving me heart attacks." In a month, you're gonna start doing your other ride ride alongs, and guess what? You're not just riding along anymore. You're like you're yeah. it. Like I'm gonna sit back and let you not kill them. It's, yeah. You know, and you're gonna fly with your little birdie wings, and hopefully you'll stay <laughs> in the I air. Yeah. Hope you I don't know? die. Hope you don't die. But and that's kind of what it is when you're released. You know, you fly out with your little training birdie wings, and then finally the agency's like, go with God, see you later, have fun, don't kill people. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of the the training you get is, is a lot of, it, how do I put this, um, I don't want to say it's like unidirectional, but it's, you know, Rolled. tab A goes into slot B, and here's why it does that. Yes. But they don't necessarily, and you can't prepare someone for, you know, when there's, you know, slot C through F and it will fit at least six of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you're like, 
oh shit. Right. And then it changes right. to Y and goes back to B and you're like, right. and that's where, just that's stop where, it. That's where you, you build that clinical judgment. You Work start, with me. You really, yeah. you really put your clinician hat on and start going back to your patho and all that, all the stuff that you, you know, thought was bullshit. This is where all that shit really does come into play because you're going to like, you know, I always remember that, you know, one of the last ones I did there with the, uh, you know, CHF, COPD exacerbation, you know, and uh, um, what was the other thing that was going wrong with that dude? Wasn't it all all big? Oh, wasn't yeah, it an Andy, MI? Andy was having an MI. Yeah. 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 So he had pink frothy sputum. His legs were blown out to, you know, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> he had a STEMI on the monitor and, uh, oh, yeah, he's a COPD and he can't breathe. Yep. And it's like. Anybody but me? Well, Anybody me. want it? Right. right. Well, of course, it's my call, right? Mm-hmm. It's, who else would it be? <laughs> Fair. You know, so, I mean, uh, yeah, and you're flipping between three different protocols and going, hmm, let me take the happy medium of all those three and we'll just go with that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, that's something you just can't prepare for. You just, you know, that's where all that other stuff, the foundation stuff comes in. So, you know, if you start falling asleep and in patho and, and doing all your A&P, then uh, you're, you're going to have a hard time in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So obviously you don't graduate like a 10 on 10 provider. And we talk about all the time how experience is everything. But what is the biggest thing about how you get there besides doing calls? How do you get to be better than brand new out of class? Take the constructive criticism. Humble. <laughs> be humble. Yeah. 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 What is my big pet peeve about new providers is coming out of school, realizing that you might know a lot of stuff, but you don't actually know anything. Yeah, don't don't walk into your first agency as a paramedic, dick first. We'll put it that way. You know. (laughs) Yeah, Kelsey. Dad listens to this. I'm really sorry, Dad. I love you. I'm sorry, Dad. Glad you listen, though. <laughs> you know, I liked it when Kelly was here. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, humble yourself. You know, like what I like to tell my EMT students, you know, as they go off out of the nest and and fly, is when you get out there, it's you know that that card is your license to go learn. It's not your license yes. to that that you know you know you know everything. everything. I said so. You know, I tell them. You know, I want your eyes and ears open, your brain engaged, and your mouth shut. You know, open it when you have to ask a question. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's that's it. I don't. You have no war stories to tell, so just shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and listen and absorb. Be a sponge. And don't be afraid to learn. Everybody on scene, whatever scene you're on, whoever is there has something to teach you. Yeah. So take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the that's the part of being humble is you're yeah. not above what somebody below you can teach you. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of times where EMTs have taught me stuff and it's like, oh, huh, yeah. weird. That, that's so really, cool. Like, that's really cool. Hey, I never would have thought that. You just, you know, went, you know, EMT to paramedic and you're you're going out for your first time. Hey, you know what? That that 12 or 15 year EMT. Listen yeah. to what they have to fucking say. Yeah. But even that CFR you know? that's on scene. Yeah. Mm hmm. Listen to them. Take a report. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't be like, oh, I'm here and I'm gonna start swinging my hammer. My, my big bag. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's really so okay. Her dad is like literally. <laughs> I will not say such things in front of your little girl, sir. <laughs> Guys, I grew up with. Oh, I can't even say names. Nope. No. As no, he can't. told me, we can't baby her forever. Okay. I was gonna say. Even as an EMT instructor, 
one of the things we tell them is who is ask questions. If you don't yes. know, ask questions. Yeah. yeah you don't know, be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You don't know everything right off the off the rip. And even if it's after the call and after everything is settled down, you know, ask. Or or just review the call and yeah. you know, think about how you could do things differently. And that's something yes. that I will do to this day, fourteen years call, into my career. It's yep. like, hey, could we have done something differently, better? Did we do that right? Did we do it wrong? Like every how single could time. We, every single time. Because that's how you're gonna learn from your partners. And yeah. you know, the other thing too so is like away from the hospital. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, okay, questions, comments, concerns. What are we what, you know, And I don't care go? who I'm with, I do even if I'm with my husband who has been in EMT for a decade. What do we do good? What do, what could we improve on? Mm-hmm. What questions do we have? Right. And, you know, the other thing, too, that asking questions and being cognizant of who your partners are is you are partners. Like, mm-hmm. you might come out, as Gerard says, with a big swing and hammer, and you're like, <laughs> I'm all that in a bag of donuts. But really, you're not. Like, you're just a paramedic. It, Take all the glory out of it. You are literally just a paramedic. You have flashy more skills than an EMT. You know a little bit more than an EMT. And that's about it. So that's where you get humble. And then you look at your EMT and you go, we're equals. We might be able to do different things on scene, but as a partnership, we are equals. So your thoughts are just as as effective as mine. So I look at you guys when I work with you and I'm like, what are you guys thinking? Like, what what ideas can you bounce off of me that we can make this whole call go better? And light on right, and it's and it's the it's the providers that walk in. I'm all that in a bag of donuts and go. Wah, I don't need any of you people. Right. I wish all of the other people would just leave them. And be right. like, yeah, right. fucking transport this by yourself. Drive in the back, you know, because it would teach them a lesson. Like you're not. Yeah. As big, bad, and important as you really think you are coming out of school. And that's why, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm always, like, probably even overly polite with, like, volunteers when mm-hmm. they come out. Because I don't want them to not want to come out. Right. You, you know? need yes. their help. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning when you're lifting a fatty, you right. want their help. I want them to remember, oh, yeah, that medic was really cool to me. He was really, oh, yeah, I'm going to go give him a hand. Yeah. You know, not... Who's a douche? <laughs> I'm not going out for that. Yeah, fuck yeah. that motherfucker. You know? yep. Right, yeah. You know, have fun doing CPR with your foot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, or one uh, hand while one hand's on the wheel driving. Yep. So, but I mean, the, yeah, the, just, just the whole, you know, know that you know nothing and you'll have the whole world open up to you. Mm-hmm. And, and you pick it up as yeah. you go. You really do. Yeah, and really, I mean, the one thing we don't do good as a, as a, a industry is that crew resource management where you know we we train as a as a pair right so that way you know the roles are specific but you know that you know the machine doesn't operate unless both pieces are functioning properly mm-hmm. you know and you can't do it all by yourself yep okay guys so what is expected of brand new providers and emily i feel like you have a really unique perspective on this because you're the emt who oh. gets the brand new paramedic but you're also the oh. er nurse who has to take over patient care from them <laughs> So what do you guys expect? Right? It kind of sucks, yeah, I, I feel I like, at times. About that. The duality of man. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> I just got woke. <laughs> and this is why we don't record at night, people. You know? <laughs> I think stay humble. You know, I don't think that any, and I'm talking as a nurse now, not as your EMT partner. I don't think, 
you know, I think that e- EMS and nursing is very disconnected. And that was one of the reasons I went into nursing was to try and connect those fields. I'm coming to realize that that's a bigger battle than I think I will ever be able to tackle. Mm-hmm. But we can expect any paramedic to function as they would in an ER. They don't have the resources. They don't have the knowledge. You know, even at the end of the day, as a nurse, they're like, well, why didn't they check, you know, a blood sugar on this patient? Like, because they were doing 10 other things and bagging this patient. So let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you just need to come up and be truthful. Don't sit there and say like, oh, well, I did this and this and this because it is CHF. Well, what if it's not CHF? You mm-hmm. know, like be humble, hit all your points and just do the best you can. Right. If you do the best you can for your patient, nobody's going to fault you for that. Right. You know, and, and that's the other thing, I, I, I guess, as a new paramedic. Don't don't take too many too much criticism to heart. Yeah. You know, take it for what it is. Listen to it, and again, like even something as simple as dealing with a nurse. Okay, you don't know how what kind of a day she's been having or he's been having. You know, they might have been swamped or wrote, you know, woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something. Car didn't start, and you know, the dog died. So they, <laughs> they, they, they may just be having a bad day and not give you the you know the the touchy feely that you wanted. You know, but just you know, keep stuff like that in mind. Stay humble. You know, be professional, and you know, take what you can get out of it. We already know nurses are bitches. Just, <laughs> just take it and leave. But just you know, be thankful I, you don't have to but, work with them. But at the same time, EMS people are bitches too. Yeah. So you know, the coin has two sides. Right. You know, and and you know, you you really make the point that EMS needs to come in and realize, like, you know, that one nurse could have. Eight other patients, mm-hmm. and five of them are critical, and they're holds for right. the ICU, right. and it's just them. And here you are coming in like, oh, I gotta wait like forty five minutes right. for a room. Yes, like right. fuck you guys. Yes. I gotta go back and eat my fucking sandwich. Like, what's <laughs> fucking wrong with you? Like, I'm missing buy, yeah, be, buy more nurses. Like, come patient. on, be patient yeah. with them. Like, they're doing the best that they can do. You are doing the best that you can do. And I'm going to tell know? you too, even for like seasoned providers, and I know this is geared to new ones. So, as a new provider, like nurses in general do not know what it's like to work pre-hospital. Correct. They don't understand yes. that they can't, don't have a respiratory therapist at their beck and call. Right. They don't have a doctor to get whatever they want. They don't have a Pixis on whatever fucking meds you can think of. Mm-hmm. Be patient. And I'm going to tell you that, like, I know it's frustrating. I have been there as a BLS provider giving a report to a nurse at a different hospital. And they're like, well, why didn't you do this? Like, okay, I'm sorry. I don't have 10 people working I with me. Right. Right. An ambulance Relax. Hour, so. Sorry, I can't change the vent settings to your liking. Right. Just be patient. It's really hard to understand the other side of the coin mm-hmm. when you don't work it. It is. So be patient. You know, take what they have to say. Don't take it to heart, but take what they have to say. If you can grow from it, do. If yeah. not, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And really, you know, there there was a time where I went, especially when I was new, not so much now. What I wanted to do is I wanted to meet and greet all of the people in the ER. So, like, you know, I walk into one of the local hospitals and there's, you know, 10 nurses and 10, you know, people in there that have known me for years know me my name, they know the type of provider I am, I know the type of nurse or practitioner they are, and it makes it so much nicer, mm-hmm. you know? And I I did that because I felt like you're growing your community. You're, you're pulling other people in to your community of providers. And if you can, you can, 
if you can figure out a way to do that, you're going to be successful in this business because then more and more people respect you. Remember, we've said it on previous episodes. I think the first time that we did the um, uh, the life lessons for a brand new EMT mm-hmm. or paramedic, which is literally our most listened to podcast, <laughs> we said in there, you know, there's there's a whole, you know, concept of reputation in our business you know if you you might be the greatest provider that's ever lived with the shittiest reputation and you will never get hired anywhere because your reputation follows you or you could be the shittiest provider with the greatest reputation and you have offers coming in left and right you know so you really have to look at how you want to be reflected in the community in in with your peers you know I, I look at my father-in-law and it's like King Arthur. Oh my God. And it's like, how did he do that? It's 25 solid years of working on his reputation to where, I mean, that man can do no wrong because everyone's like, he's so great and he's so smart and he could be the dumbest pile of rocks in the world he's not thankfully but nobody knows because his reputation precedes him and um and you you know take but build that build that. do that when you go into the hospital be nice to these nurses you know i can't tell you how many i've been in ems for a very long time and even getting this job in the er learning from the the paramedics that would come in that maybe i didn't interact with a lot i know them by name mm-hmm. when you're sitting there waiting 40 minutes to give a report i'll go over me like hey Turk, like, come talk to me. I'll, I'll take a report from you. Get follow-up from, you know, get follow-up on your patients. That's how you're going to learn. But get the connections in the ER. Be mm-hmm. nice to them. Yep. If you, you might be the only nice person they contact in 12 and a half hours. Just be that person. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it goes the it same does. way in agency to agency. You know, your mutual aid agencies, your fire departments, whoever you interact with. Those are the people that are going to sit there and when, you know, they're out looking and going, oh, hey, how's Turk? They're going to either say, oh, yeah, he's fabulous. Or, yeah, that dude's got angry eyebrows and he's a douchebag. <laughs> like, stay fucking far away from him, you know? And it's all based on reputation. They might never have seen me do a call, but that's just what happens, yes. you know? So cherish your reputation. Yeah, And seriously. grow it. Just keep growing it. I know that that nurse that you've seen or that volunteer that you've seen has been an asshole or they're the dumbest person you've ever seen. Just let it go. Let it go. Just be thankful that you're there to take care of this patient and let it go. And it it, it does. It pays off down the way because I I can't tell you how many times. I mean, I've I I have nurses in different emergency rooms that I know either I had worked with them when they were paramedics or EMTs and they're in there now or whatever. But where I've built a rapport. Even to the point where we may not know each other's names, but we know each other the moment yep. we see each other. And they'll come over to me. And, and I mean, most recently, it made the difference between me sitting in triage with a patient for an hour and a half and, hey, you know, dude. And he goes, oh, hey, how's it going? And, you know, you slip us in. Yeah, bring him back. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll yep. tell you, as a yeah. nurse in an ER in <laughs> the know? area, if I see anybody that I know or anybody that was kind yeah. to me, I will absolutely 100% go out of my way to find you a room yeah. or to take report, get you out. Yeah. And I can't say I can't yeah, say walk, that like, happens with every in. nurse, but yeah. they are going to try and do what they can for you. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we literally we came in after uh, another poor crew was standing there, and <laughs> they'd been there for a long time with a very 
entertaining individual. And we literally walked in, and I saw my buddy, and I was like, hey, dude, what's going on? Hey, hey what do you got there? I'm like, well, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, slip us in the back Hey, by the way, I have an open yeah, room. Right. Why don't you sneak like, in there? You'd be able to slip us in? He's like, yeah, yeah. Follow and me. I can tell you that somebody that was rude to me, I'll see them, and not consciously, but I'm like, oh, it's so-and-so. Like, I wonder if they're in a good mood today. Move on. Yeah, Next task. I can't tell you how satisfying it is when you get to sashay past the door. <laughs> <laughs> and still standing there, and you're just like, Bye. <laughs> No, no, we don't. I do have it. to break in. Punisher agrees. <laughs> so does Boba Fett. I have to ask. Can I do a quick story? Please. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to ask. Yeah, you have, <laughs> have you heard your husband? I have. Well, I have I to was. ask. Like, you can't get Sicily, worried. Nineteen twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask. You don't so do hand yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad. Um, so, a quick story. Way back when I was. Um, I wasn't a new AMT and I was already teaching, but I was new working volunteer fire. And there was this horrific ask accident. Um, we had an overturned DOT truck, jackknife, uh, water truck. And it turns out later there was a car in the ditch that we never knew about. But I digress. But I remember the, um, so the ambulance had already been there and uh, our fire department was called as mutual aid. So we get there and I get out of the truck and the guy from the, the ambulance rig looks at me and he goes oh thank god you're here and i'm like i am <laughs> with this mess what <laughs> okay i'm glad to, i'm glad to see you too yeah you know and, and, bye and you, <laughs> that's good luck the, that's the that's report you want, you want. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly the report you want yep. is you want people to even if sometimes even if you know they're a crappy provider sometimes when it's a shit show you want to see somebody that you know and go Okay, great. I can. I know. I can work with this. I can work with this because yes. I can work with that person. Or even at the end of the day, I can't tell you how many times I show up on scene and they're like, "Oh my god, thank God you're here." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Nurse Emily's here. First of all, I have no idea. <laughs> Let me just put this out now. I don't know. But if I can That's boost your confidence, then you are going to be that much better. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And if you yeah. are that much more comfortable, then you are going to treat that patient that much better. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Man, there's a lot of preaching going on in this one. It's all sounding really good. <laughs> you got the organ music playing behind it. Oh, <laughs> there you go. See the light. <laughs> By the way, you can send your money to uh, <laughs> Patreon <laughs> slash medicmaterials. So, guys, what do you think the biggest mistake that brand new baby paramedics make? Cocky. I was literally yeah. overconfident. So it's all coming yeah. down to an attitude issue. Really, it is. It really is. There is. Everything in this business can be changed by culture. Everything. Education standards, the way we the way we treat patients, the way EMS, everything that you have ever sat there and been like, I hate EMS because of fill in the blank, right? Can be changed when you change the culture. Like everyone always asks, why did you start medic materials? It's not to make people smarter. It's to change the it's culture. It's all lie, guys. It's, no, honestly. It legitimately is to change the culture. Because I feel if you change the culture, you can change EMS into the most cool, amazing profession that any of us work in. And if you go in with, you know, the Kelsey Sunshine attitude <laughs> and you will get the big, the big head... 
halfway through paramedic school when you get all your you know cool little doodads and you can finally do ios and you can finally intubate and you're like knock me down a peg (laughs) and you're like oh i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do this and you're gonna come in and you're gonna walk in there and i'm gonna be like oh today's the day motherfucker (laughs) like i'm gonna i'm gonna have so much fun today because you know i had to be humbled by mark you know that like everyone needs their little piece of humble pie and you know the faster you get that the faster you can realize how amazing this profession is without those types of people yeah you know and you can just kind of i would say as a second thing uh, not to diminish anything the reverend uh, just, <laughs> just <laughs> For all you couldn't see that, Gerard just stuck his finger. <laughs> and I licked it off. So, the only other thing I could really think about as far as a, a, a mistake, it's not necessarily a an operational mistake. It's a it's a it's a way of life mistake. Don't come out of paramedic school and start. Picking up every shift you can possibly pick up. Yes. Don't come out and start working 120 hours a week. Don't burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. It's not a race. You know, this this, this is chess. It ain't checkers. Slow <laughs> down. Work your 40. Work maybe a couple hours, you know, overtime. Do, do 60, whatever. But be realistic and have some downtime and relax. You just finished a year of living hell. Um, your brain is fried. And you, you may not realize it, but it is. Oh, yeah. And... If you just ha- you know enjoy some of that downtime, you know, live within your means, just just chill out. Don't be so gung ho to you know overwork yourself because you're you you won't make it to your first research. You'll 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 burn out and be like, screw this shit, I'm done. I'm gonna go work at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I think they make more money. Yeah, they do. Not these. Yeah. No, yeah. Moe's yeah. is hiring starting pay of eighteen to nineteen dollars an hour. But a quick thing to add to Gerard's is. Have something else. Yes. Don't make your life all about EMS. EMS. Everybody go get pigs. They're adorable. They're little bacon <laughs> seeds. Dad, this is me plugging the fact that we're getting pigs when I graduate. Nice. But also, like, think about, you know, your stressful times as an EMT. If you're going to medic school, I would hope that you have some EMT or just your downtime experience. Turk likes fishing. We just did the fishing trip. Like, just remember what is your downtime and mm-hmm. do it. Be grounded. Exactly. I've always said, find your ground and connect to it, you know, and, uh, you know, thinking, yes, we we went right off the, you know, the cocky confidence route. But looking back at at when I was a brandy dandy new card dripping paramedic, um, I made the mistake of getting in my head that I had to do paramedic stuff. Like everything was just taught to me for the last 12 months of I got to do ALS stuff. I got to do ALS stuff. And then you go on scene and you're like, I'm going to fix them with ALS stuff. ALS before ALS. And all they need is. Don't forget your EMT roots, man. Exactly. Don't forget that you have an EMT partner and you started as an EMT. Think BLS before ALS. Like sometimes you don't need to give them 15 different drugs to fix what a BVM and oxygen can fix. Right. Like it, 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 that is a, that is a, you know, 
real life realization that I had as a provider. Cause I was one of those where I was like, Ooh, Oh, yeah, diff yeah. breathing. I'm going to fix that with albuterol and Decadron. And, and then they're like, Oh no, now I'm breathing for them. Like yeah, that, no, I, I that, that went terribly. I'm glad you brought that up because as you know, at my jobs, they tend to put the new paramedics with me just because I've been an EMT for ever. <laughs> and the one thing that you the really the only thing that I have to offer them is BLS before ALS. Mm-hmm. You were an EMT before you were a medic. Those are your roots. Don't forget them. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and again, I, I, I remember a call where, you know, I was maybe a month in, maybe two months in, and it was it was a diff breather. And, you know, I get there and, you know, I heard wheezing when I listened to lung sounds. And immediately I was like, all right, get me you know, a toilet paper roll, an avocado, and a snorkel, you know? And, and, you know? and my MT was just like, how about we just pull a 2 on and see where our sats go? And then if we have to do a neb, we'll do a neb. And so no snorkel? No. And like, Whoa. And he's like, no. Right but what about the avocado? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, well, I got this avocado out, you know? What the hell, you know? And, uh, but, but no, and he was like, yeah, we, we, if we can just get away with doing a neb, he's all even right to call in. It's no big deal. Uh, we keep BLS. I'm like, but 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 the thing was, they weren't really having a difficulty breathing. They were just having a mild asthma attack, mm-hmm. and it was just a little bit of wheezing. And you know, like I think it was like the husband or something called, you know, and uh, you know, she just needed a neb. Yep. That was it. Nothing, nothing any more than that. And it wasn't even a duo neb. It was just albuterol, and it was you know, at that place, it was within the you know the EMT protocol for for BLS, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm driving. Would you bring the avocado with you? He rode in the passenger seat. No, my my partner literally kicked me out of yep. the ambulance. And getting the Corey's done that. Corey's done that. hundred percent done that to me. I'll sit there and be like, yeah, I'm gonna take this in. He's like, no, you're not. Get out. No. Sit down and shut up. Get out of here. Drive me to the hospital. Yeah, I go walking in behind him. You know, he's he's in the ambulance. I come in the side door and he's just like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of my ambulance. Yep. Uh, you need anything? He's like, no, drive. Yep. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. <laughs> okay, so if there is one thing that you could know before your first day that would save your butt now, what would it be? Trust your EMT. <laughs> Trust your EMT. <laughs> Positive thinking, Gerard. No? Actually, trust your own instinct. Trust in yourself. I was going to say, trust yourself. Yeah. You just went to school yeah. for a year, probably more if you did like your prereqs earlier. You have the education. Trust yourself. Yeah. As I say, that's one of the biggest things I found yeah. with the EMTs. Learn to trust yourself. Trust your gut. It knows. You yeah, know exactly. something's yeah. not right. Something is not right. Keep going. Yeah. No, I like that one. That's that's probably about right. So um, no law school. <laughs> also that I mean you could that do should that always be on the table um, but uh, and remember why you got into this you don't get into this to be you know my life goal is to be some salty EMT no not the goal or rich but it's so glamorous <laughs> <laughs> it's a life of my goal is to BLS as many calls as I possibly can mm-hmm. that is not yeah. why you went to medical school just remember why you got into this you make yeah. a difference. You're making a difference in something. Somebody's having a bad The reason the I got into their is, life. Yeah, is having a bad day and you're there to help them. And chances are they're not going to appreciate it, but you. But that was the point, was you're there to help them because they are having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll pull the curtain back, you know, a little bit. Uh, not, Don't pull back too far. Not, <laughs> not everyone that calls is going to be having the worst day of their life. No. 
Not everyone that calls is going to be an extremist. Not everyone that calls is going to be a, you know, situation where you're going to step between them and the, you know, the hereafter. But when to you're them, going, they needed you. I was like, going to say, and when you're going to handholding. When you're going to that yeah. call, just remember it's their emergency, not yours. Right. So yes, that stub toe doesn't qualify as an emergency right. in my it, book, but it, in it their minds, it does. Exactly. Yeah. And and you still need to treat it as it's their worst day. Right. right. Like you can't sit there and be like, ugh, you again, this again. Yeah. Get it, fuck you. Know, you. you I don't want to be here. Like your, you can't do that. Yeah, you're gonna get your repeat offenders. You're gonna be going back to them time after time. After the call, you'll be like, oh, son of a bitch, they called again. You know, whatever. But yeah, when you get there, don't let that show, especially when you're brand fucking new. Um, you when know, you're you, brand fucking new, you shouldn't have it. Right, you shouldn't really. have that attitude and at you, all. And, and honestly, you should I've never lose it. it. You know, you and know? I couldn't tell you how many times I've been on scenes of, you know, maybe like a narc seeker or, yeah. you know, this type of patient where you're dealing with them all the time and yeah. they've just run the agency down where nobody wants to deal right. with them and no one gives them the time of day anymore. But, it, you know, eventually there's that one time where they are actually it's having like, a stomach. That's usually when it's truly an emergency. Right? Yeah. And you can't yeah. blow them off. You have to treat them yeah. like they are a brand new patient every single time. Whether you're going to give narcs to the narc seeker, yeah. you know, every single time, no. Maybe you're not going to do the 12 lead on the guy that, you know, has chest pain every single time. Right. Should For the fourth you? time this week. Yes. Right. But, you know. Going in there, you know. Curse the air they breathe after the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your partner on the way back, you know. Um, no, don't talk know, about it. Ma- make a voodoo doll and poke it with pins, like, whatever you want to do. No, don't do that because then they'll probably call again. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sudden knee pain. Have <laughs> a sharp and stabby. Right. Damn it. Right. But, yeah, but, when you, but when you walk in there, just, you know, be, be the consummate professional. Keep that in your head. And, you know, it's, hey, how's it going? You know. Good morning. If, if Good morning. it's somebody you've been to on more than, you know, more than a few times, they're going to know you by then. You know, so use it to your advantage. You know, mm-hmm. Do you want them to be, you know, a problem for you, you know, dealing with them as a patient? Or do you want this to just go nice and smooth, get them to where they need to go, the help they and need? You know what? And you know, the it. thing to you know? the thing that I always remember in the back of my head is that everyone's human and everyone has a story, whether you yes. agree with their story or you don't. It's their story, mm. and you can learn from their story. You know, I recently did a call where, you know, the crew completely blew this guy off, and I yeah. ended up staying there for like an extra 40 minutes just talking to the guy. You know, ultimately, yeah. he didn't go to the hospital. Whatever, who cares? But it was it was a connection that most people wouldn't make because of his story and his background, right. you know? But you can make that connection as a human connection. Yeah. Again, remember, you know, you're a human, they're a human. We all, you know, thrive on human connection. Yeah. If you go into calls looking for the worst things in them, you're going to find the worst things in them, Yeah, you know? Yeah, and I mean, as far as, you know, going the human line, you know, I didn't, I didn't learn that from... You know, hey, gee, I'm just a really nice guy, and I'm just always going to be happy and and treat people with respect. And so, no, I learned it the hard way. You know, I, I and I know the I, I know the exact call it was. It was a repeat offender that was not a very pleasant person to be around. And my partner and I literally pulled up. I think I was a paramedic for maybe six months, seven months. 
we pulled up and we're like oh it's this mf again this motherfucker you know and we were cursing him on the way there we had already devised a plan we're gonna walk in we're gonna because this is what we did every time walk in do all our stuff and then okay walk him out and off we go to you know whatever the the local shit hospital was and uh, <laughs> no it really was a shit quality hospital. care yeah, for no, everybody no, no, there guys was no, there was no quality care at this hospital <laughs> trust me uh, I'm, I'm not, not there's no exaggeration but so we had this thing i was like okay you know and, and here I'm, I'm with the cmt who's salty as living shit you know just a freaking i mean you know you're you know the boots are undone mm-hmm. and the, you know everything is you know the quintessential right, the salty quintessential veteran. Salty <laughs> you know, so yes, and I'm this brand new paramedic, so I'm, I'm taking my cues from him because, you know, hey, I'm a new paramedic. Yeah, you monkey know? see, monkey do. And we walk in there, and it's like, okay, let's go. And we just stood him up, walked him out, put him in the ambulance. I, I literally just walk around to the driver's seat. I get in, and he actually took a blood pressure on him. <laughs> he did his job. Right. No, he actually, uh, yeah. Which, which uh, believe it or not, actually surprised me that he did because, I mean, with this guy, he literally, like, you didn't want to touch him because mm-hmm. there were things on him. We'll put it that way. Um, so, for whatever reason, he actually took the blood pressure. The, the chief complaint that day was headache, which is what it was every single day. And his blood pressure is normally, you know, like Normal. 140 systolic, you know, 80 diastolic, something like that. So... I'm about to put it in drive, and I hear from the back, hey, dude, yeah, I just got 200 over 110. I went, huh? This is, I'm, I'm literally, this is exactly what happened. I went, what? He's like, yeah, I got 200 over 110. And I go, try it again. <laughs> <laughs> he does it again, and he comes back, yeah, 200 over 110. And I went, the other arm <laughs> you know all right salty medic yeah right <laughs> but this is this is uh, this was the this was my 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 day of reckoning where i learned that i cannot go and have that attitude walking into people's houses mm-hmm. number one i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know I'm, I'm so fucking new and number two you know it's gonna bite my ass one day and yeah, no, and then we tried the other arm, and sure enough, it was like 200 and something. And I went, shit, fuck. All right, switch. <laughs> you know? Tag him it. You know, and instead of going to the shit hospital, we we ended up driving 45 minutes to the stroke center. Um, yeah, and I think even I even got orders for, you know, like a beta blocker and stuff on the way. Bless. Um, oh, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, he was legit. And um, so it literally went from you know, having that attitude to, holy shit, you know, this was legit. And boy, did I have my humble pie that day. Yep. Because it was like, fuck, you know. If I would have brought that in, BLS, you know, to that little shit hospital, and he stroked. That's your reputation. That yep. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's just a pump and dump. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, lesson learned, and I don't think I've done better shit for like it. that. Yeah. But and that's, that's going to go, and not every, you know, I can picture people listening to this and like, oh, well, you know, I take vitals on everyone. I do this. So, think about that overdose that you're going to for the third time this week. Mm-hmm. That's a prime example of your frequent flyers. Like, it is yep. their emergency. And you treat might not them. agree with it or not. Right. Treat them. It is a disease. A Just human. treat them. They are human. They are somebody's brother, mm-hmm. mother, father, sister, you know, whatever. whatever. They are somebody. It doesn't yep. matter. Yeah. They are somebody to someone. Mm-hmm. And if not, they are somebody to me. Yep. And they matter to me. So just treat them mm-hmm. with kindness. Yeah. And Narcan. <laughs> but just enough to increase respiratory drive. Um, I want that on the next t-shirt. Treat them with kindness and Narcan. Great t-shirt. Done. It's a great t-shirt. Yeah. You're welcome. It's a bumper sticker right there. That is a bumper sticker. It's almost as good as the I, I Narcan'd your uh, honor student. <laughs> <laughs>
So I just have to, I just have to butt in for one thing. My, uh, my, you know, kill them with kindness thing that I've been, you know, working on for the last like upteen years. I learned that from Kelsey. I just want to say. Really? Yeah. Really you know, my goal, honestly, though, my goal is to show up to every shift and be as help- happy as Kelsey is. Seriously. Good morning. Do you smile? Hold on. When I get the call on the radio and it was like, this is blah, blah, blah. And they're so happy. That is my life goal. I have a question because I've never wow. actually heard it. I've never heard you say I have a question. I know. <laughs> I left out the so, so I didn't trademark no. her. It's okay. Um, do you ever actually walk into a building and go, good evening? Because I've never heard it. No, but it's, I never said good. I do, I do the hello, but I did have the issue at work last weekend where I like wasn't accepting the fact that it was the afternoon and I good morning until like four o'clock and people I still s- smiled because A, they're laughing that I'm an idiot and it's 4 p.m. and I'm still saying no, good morning. No, it's because everybody's grumpy and you come in as it's bright sunshine and we're yep. like, what the fuck do we do with that? Right. <laughs> Oh, you're one Killer. of those. I'm, yeah. one of those. Yeah. I'm one of those too. People don't like me because I'm a morning person. Yeah, I've been I told that the three in the morning yeah. call they want to smother me with a pillow every now and then. Yes. See, I'm me not a morning. Never. Never. Here's another little tip. Um, one of the things I do is is working with kids over the summer, and everybody's your friend because you don't always know their name. Mm-hmm. So it's hello, friend. How can I help you? And you gotta and just keep that. Oh, I love your smile. Thank you. <laughs> you just kind of keep that it's smile. It's infectious. It is. It, and that's exactly it. It is infectious. If you are in a good mood, even it if you spread. have somebody who's having a hysterical I, time. Can that be you Kelsey's can next the- sticker? Kelsey, I'm infectious. I would know. She wants to have a hug someday. <laughs> My dad did say that I can live with him forever, though. So. <laughs> we'll help you out there, Dad. He's infectious. Yeah. He's infectious. You know I, what? No, because then people are going to come over there and say, hey, Kels, how's the herpes? <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, I don't have herpes. I do have to let you guys all have a secret, though. Even when I wake up and I'm in a bad mood, I good morning my way into a good mood. So this, I think, was the one that I wanted to know the most about. So you, like Emily said, eventually you're going to be the person that everybody turns to and looks at like, okay, what now? So you do a bad call and maybe it goes wrong or maybe everything goes right, but it just doesn't end the way you want. What do you do about that? Like, I know you can't go back and change time, but like, what do you guys personally do knowing that like you were the lead provider on that scene and it just didn't work out? I come home. Well, first, so if I'm, I'm, I'm at work, I talk through the call, right? That that's, mm-hmm. that's that whole call debrief. Once I'm, if it's a really bad call and I had a really shitty day, that is my cue to go get grounded. So I don't care if I'm on the back end of my reverse 24 and I'm coming home at, you know, two o'clock in the morning. I will stop at a Walmart. I will grab food. I will come home and I will cook a meal like not like chicken fingers and bananas. It I will like, meal. I will cook like filet mignon and mashed potatoes at two o'clock in the morning because I want a really nice meal. That's just the way I like to do things. I'll cook a meal and then I go fishing. And the next time I see Jess, I talk to her and I'm like, this is what happened. Here's the call. Here's what I did. Here's how I fucked up. Tell me how you think I fucked up or what did I do? A lot of people don't have that safety net. Like to be able to, you know, there's, there's enough people here that 
have spouses in the industry that you can go home from a really shitty call and be like, hey, Corey, I had a really shitty day. Like, talk to me. Did I do everything right? Right. And we all know Jess. She doesn't sugarcoat, sugarcoat anything. <laughs> so she literally be like, yeah, you totally fucked up. And I'm like, oh. Like, damn, you killed him. Oh, um, Great. Well, shit. I felt bad all day. <laughs> Thank you. But now I'm going fishing all day tomorrow, not just in the morning. <laughs> like, um, you know, and that's, uh, again, you just have to ground yourself. And you have to realize that calls will go bad and things will go wrong and you will second guess yourself as a provider. And you will sit there and be like, I am terrible. I've, I've killed the last like three people. Uh, I haven't gotten, you know, an intubation in four attempts. I haven't gotten, you know, 12 different IVs. I gave the wrong med on this, whatever it might be. That is your realization. Fix the problem. Like re-educate yourself. Don't sit there and wait for your ALS coordinator or a partner or a patient's attorney to tell you that you suck at intubations. If you know that, oh, I've missed my last two, go to the dummy and start intubating people. You know, like you have to self-police yourself. You know, don't wait for your agency to always do it for you. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, Sometimes there yeah. is nothing that you can do better or worse, and you're still going to get the same outcome. Yeah. Like, you can't save everybody. Some people are just designed to die that day, and you can't do anything about it. You literally can put up the, you know, the pearly gates and put a lock on it, and they will somehow climb over it and get in because they're going to die that day. It's just life. And here's the thing you have to remember. At some point, all of your patients are going to die. So Damn. It was kind of sad. Well, but I'm just <laughs> saying everybody is going to die at some point. Yeah. I'm not saying why they're with you, but some they are going to die. I think that's something that people forget. Right. You that need to remember nobody that. Nobody lives forever anymore. Exactly. Some, at some point. Anymore. Who did? Uh, <laughs> Highlander. Cool. I know. It's the first <laughs> like, time. Who did I miss? Uh, yes. Yeah, right. Highlander. There can only be only one. Okay. Um, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I knew that was coming. So time. I was like, you're wasting your time making these references. <laughs> no, on hey, hey. I got it. I know you got it. Thank I'm you. Sure there's got somebody it. else out there who got it. It's just not me or Emily. No. I appreciate that one on the table, Tammy. You're welcome. Yeah. We'll have to add it to your movie repertoire of things yes. you need to watch. A whole lot long of them. Oh, trust me, this one is worth watching. I mean, it's named after a type of cow, so you've kind of got me sold on that one. There you go. It's so. not about a cow at <laughs> no, all. No, not at all, but you'll love Listen, it. go with it. Take what you can get. Well, yeah. Sean Connery is in it, so yeah, that's right. yeah. it's kind of about a cow. <laughs> <laughs> if you like accents, it's perfect. You'll, you'll watch it. Yes. But the, yeah, the bottom line is, is we are all going to die one way or another and you can't stop that you can do your best to help them but again it just as it's their emergency this may be their death right you know but at least you're there with them mm-hmm. they're not dying alone you know and you can hold their hand you can be with them and just know that you did the best you could and then let it go right yeah. you can't yeah. hold that with you for the rest of your life let it go no. Even you if will you become the salty up. provider. Oh, yeah. Yes. Even if you fucked up and they died because of something that you did, let it go. Or didn't Learn do. from it mm-hmm. or didn't do. Right. Learn from it and let it go. Yep. So I can't even hold this back. It's a Grey's Anatomy quote, so I apologize to Oof. everybody out there so who hates Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Me neither. Right now, I'm okay, I, I, I understand. Okay, so there's this Grey's Anatomy quote, and it's 
We don't get to decide who lives or who dies, but we get to give them hell to tell their family after. And I feel like that's a good one to remember going into this. That even if they don't make it out on the other side, you can look at that family member and say you tried. Mm-hmm. Because that means the world to the and one that's person who's alive. all that matters. Right. Did the best you could. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge you had at the time. Nope. <laughs> Happy note? Happy note? Sad yeah. note? <laughs> Anything else? That's Can all I got. Anything that you guys want to add for those brand new providers? Fake it until you make it. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do with my Please smile don't. every morning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I force my happiness until Just it's there from having a bad yeah. day. Don't be afraid to treat. Don't be, yeah. Trust in your skills and. Education. Yeah, but at the same the point, the training you get, it, it will come out in play, in places and times that you know you're not consciously thinking about it, but it'll 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 suddenly pop up and you'll be like, oh yeah, shit, I've done um, this before. Yeah, yeah. That. that's a really interesting yeah. thing that you bring up because that totally does happen. You're like, oh, I'm never going to use that, you know, building collapse where all I have is you know one finger. Right. To start an IV, and then next thing you know, the guy gets his you know, complete arm blown off, and you have one finger, and you're like, "Oh shit, I've seen this before. Right. I'm gonna put a 22 right there." Right, a cuticle. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know, Ow. so there are things that you definitely I think he's will... got bigger issues than the cuticle IV. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, you know, I I definitely agree with everything that was said. You know, like I said, just remember everything comes back to how you attack this business. You know, that is the main takeaway. We've we've discussed it in length. Attitude really is everything. Attitude molds the provider that you're going to be. So um, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, become one because on the 23rd, just in a couple days, we're going to be launching our first Patreon exclusive podcast, uh, number one for the uh, for the year. And it is a doozy guys i wrote it this morning and it's ridiculous um i i put in the quote of it's almost got as many twists and turns as a martin scorsese movie Hmm. so i don't know what that means i don't know who martin scorsese is jesus i thought i was safe on that one gerardo like i thought i was safe on that one moana (laughs) frozen I tried. Rob Reiner. I, tr- <laughs> I tried. Anywho. The Spike Lee joint. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, till next time, uh, we will see you on Patreon. If not, we will see you on uh, September 1st, where we are going to have a uh, very interesting. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be probably the most fun episode we do all year. We're going to be lots of smiling, too. Yes. So that is September 1st. Even from you, Gerard. Yeah, it should be fun. So stay safe, everyone. Donuts. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at medicmaterials.edu. Or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.